Good morning, and welcome to Simply Politics. It's Tuesday, February 20th. On today's show, U.S. divisions over Putin's Russia present grave global implications, and Orban faces the biggest challenge of his political career. Plus, Manchin says he's not endorsing anyone for president right now. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Politics. We start off with a look at the current political climate in the U.S., which is divided over Russia, a division that could have far-reaching global implications, even more so than the potential defeat of Ukraine following President Vladimir Putin's invasion. The refusal of pro-Donald Trump Republicans in Congress to extend military aid for Ukraine, coupled with Trump's renewed criticism of NATO allies, is causing concern over the former president's potential return to the White House. Here to discuss this further is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you elaborate on the current political climate in the U.S. and its potential global implications? Certainly, David. The refusal of some Republicans to support Ukraine and Trump's criticism of NATO allies reflect shifting political forces in the U.S., largely influenced by Trump's America First nationalism. This shift has sparked concerns about Trump's intentions if he were to return to the White House, including whether he would seek to leave NATO, thereby dismantling the post-World War II transatlantic security arrangements. And how has President Biden reacted to this? President Biden has expressed disgust at Trump's recent rhetoric, viewing it as a breach of America's historic leadership role. He has blamed GOP lawmakers for recent Ukrainian battlefield reversals. The White House stated that Ukraine's military was forced to withdraw from Avdivka due to dwindling ammunition supplies, a result of congressional inaction. This resulted in Russia's first notable gains in months. What does this mean for the future of U.S. support for Ukraine? Biden has assured Ukraine of continued U.S. support. However, given the hardening GOP sentiment against more aid, that assurance looks increasingly shaky. If only one of America's two governing parties fully opposes Russian expansionism and supports NATO security guarantees, the U.S. risks forfeiting its position as a bulwark of Western security. What does this mean for the Republican Party? The GOP, which once prided itself on defeating the Soviet Union, is undergoing a transformation. Trump's failure to join the global outrage at the death of opposition hero Alexei Navalny and his recent comments likening Putin's autocracy to America have highlighted this shift. His opposition to arms and ammunition transfers and his criticism of NATO allies over their defense budgets play into his core claim that other countries are taking advantage of the United States. What are the implications of this shift for the future of NATO? If Trump decides to weaken the Western alliance, it could have serious implications. As Senator Pete Ricketts pointed out, if Ukraine loses and Putin invades a NATO ally, the U.S. would be compelled to intervene. There's a glaring need for younger leaders in the U.S. and Europe to make the case for NATO's role in maintaining peace. If they don't, opportunists like Trump will continue to take advantage. Thanks for the insights, Michael. Now, shifting our focus to Europe, Hungary's Prime Minister Viktor Orban, the European Union's longest-serving national leader, is facing a significant crisis in his 14-year term. On February 10th, Katalin Novak, the president whom Orban had promoted, resigned under immense pressure, 
along with former Minister of Justice Judith Varga. Varga was expected to lead Orban's Fidesz party list in the European Parliament election this June. To delve deeper into this, we have Celeste, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you tell us more about the situation in Hungary? Certainly, David. This is indeed a major crisis for Prime Minister Orban. The resignation of Katalin Novak, who was essentially handpicked by Orban for the presidency, is a significant blow. Judith Varga's resignation is equally impactful, as she was expected to play a crucial role in the upcoming European Parliament election. What led to these resignations? The specifics are not entirely clear at this point. However, it's known that both Novak and Varga faced immense pressure leading up to their resignations. This suggests there may be significant internal conflicts within Orban's Fidesz party. And how might this impact the upcoming European Parliament election? The impact could be substantial. Judith Varga was slated to head the Fidesz party list in the election. Her departure leaves a significant gap in the party's leadership. This could potentially weaken the party's position in the election. What does this mean for Prime Minister Orban's future? It's hard to say at this point. Orban has been in power for 14 years, making him the EU's longest-serving national leader. However, this crisis represents one of the biggest challenges he's faced during his term. It could potentially undermine his position, both within his party and in the broader political landscape. Thanks for that update, Celeste. Now, shifting gears to another political development, Senator Joe Manchin of West Virginia has made it clear in a recent interview with CNN that he is not ready to endorse President Biden for the 2024 election. Here to discuss this further is Abby, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you tell us more about Senator Manchin's stance? Certainly, David. Senator Manchin, a Democrat from West Virginia, has been known for his independent streak and willingness to break with his party. His recent comments about not being ready to endorse President Biden for the 2024 election are in line with this reputation. However, it's important to note that he hasn't ruled out the possibility of endorsing Biden in the future. What could be the potential implications of Senator Manchin's reluctance to endorse President Biden at this stage? Well, Senator Manchin's reluctance to endorse Biden could potentially signal a lack of unity within the Democratic Party. However, it's also worth noting that endorsements this early in the election cycle are not necessarily indicative of the final outcome. Many factors can influence a politician's decision to endorse a candidate, including political strategy, public opinion, and the evolving political landscape. How has the Democratic Party responded to Senator Manchin's comments? There hasn't been an official response from the Democratic Party at this time. However, it's likely that party leaders are aware of Senator Manchin's comments and are considering their potential impact. It's also possible that they are working behind the scenes to secure his endorsement for President Biden. And how might this affect the 2024 election? It's too early to say for certain, but Senator Manchin's comments could potentially influence other moderate Democrats and independent voters. However, it's also possible that his reluctance to endorse Biden at this stage could be seen as a strategic move, allowing him to maintain his independent image while still leaving the door open for a future endorsement. Thanks for your insights, Abby. Now, shifting our focus to West Virginia, Senator Joe Manchin has cited Senate Republicans blocking a border and foreign aid bill 
as the biggest part of his decision to not run for president. This comes after he had previously considered a third-party campaign. Here to discuss this further is James, a correspondent for Simply Politics. Can you tell us more about Senator Manchin's decision and the reasons behind it? Certainly, David. Senator Manchin, a Democrat, has been known for his centrist views and has often found himself at odds with members of his own party. He had set a deadline of this spring to decide whether he would run for the White House, potentially on the no-labels ticket. However, he announced last Friday that he was withdrawing from the race to focus on a new group, Americans Together, which promotes moderate politics. And what was the role of the border and foreign aid bill in his decision? Senator Manchin stated that watching the bipartisan bill collapse in the Senate was the biggest part of his decision. He expressed his disappointment, saying he had always believed that the Senate could legislate through a crisis and come together in times of crisis. However, he felt that this was not the case with the border crisis. He was particularly disappointed when Senate Republicans, who had initially supported the bill, withdrew their support after opposition from House GOP leadership and former President Donald Trump. What about his stance on the upcoming presidential race? Senator Manchin has refused to endorse any candidate at this point. He criticized President Biden for being too liberal and stated that he would not support any effort that would help Trump return to the White House. He expressed his intention to help move politics back to the middle stating that's where the strength of the country lies. And what if the presidential ticket is again Biden versus Trump? When asked about this scenario, Senator Manchin simply said, we'll just have to see what happens. He mentioned the possibility of other people entering the race, including independents, and the potential for a third-party run from no labels. That's certainly something to watch. Thanks for the update, James. And with that, we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Politics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.